1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: one
3: o'clock hour here on cody and gold we got a snitch line coming your way coming up in about 15 minutes or so snitch line thursday it's been a bit since we did one of these nine one three Five eight six seven six ten. Something uh, happened post holiday, post New Year's. Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Uh, let us know something you witnessed, something you need to get off your chest as well. Could just uh, just text. Holiday time is a
4: great time to be snitching. You know the things you saw.
3: You know. You know. <laughs> wow. Jeez. You, you know what
4: they did. What goes on? Uh, you know what they said. Is that? I mean, you have a snitch later.
0: I, I didn't it say. It sounded that. like you had something on your mind.
4: I don't remember if I saw anything too nefarious. My, maybe mine will come this week after we have the Tap Family Gambling uh, per, event, Perhaps. Know? Yeah. That's tomorrow night. You want me to live stream it? Feels like
3: I just get in trouble. I get fired. You don't want me to get fired. You probably don't want to lie. You guys are going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. It's going to be late. Money's is involved.
4: Mm-hmm. Some of the things. things that
3: are said, I don't know if you want to have on YouTube.
4: I'll send out one single... F- I certainly wouldn't send it from the station account. Can you imagine? No chance. I and did, by the way. Good. I was gonna. I just saw a headline the other day, and it reminded me when I saw it. So yesterday, or two days ago, when I was coming into work, I uh, I was here, but like I was coming in before Target had opened, and there was like a line of people outside. I'm like, what the hell are these people outside?
3: Of back Targeted? for the card stuff? What's going well, on? Well, I thought.
4: Well, that's what I was trying to figure out.
3: I don't think they, the retail found cards out aren't anymore.
4: No, i I've, I've now realized that it was people waiting in line to get some Valentine's Day colored Stanley, the cup that's because I've now seen several articles uh, yeah. about how people are like practically clawing over each other the at these target to get this very particular type of $45 Stanley cup that apparently they desperately need. Stanley, and like, what a wild you,
3: you've time. seen the story about that company, right? Like just how they've blown up. I mean, it, people they went think from it's like a hundred million dollars in it, sales
4: to like a billion yeah, dollars in sales. Everybody
3: yeah. thinks they're like a new company, but they've been around, I think, is it over 50 years or something yeah, like forever. that? If not more and they decide they made this drink cup right we all know what it is and it's just become a very popular item obviously you can get off brand ones that are way cheaper by the way that do the same thing but i get it we all been there before it's branding you know it's branding good for them and um, that makes sense okay wow i'm convinced
4: the easiest way to get rich is to figure out which johnson county women cup is next Because Stanley's not the first cup, okay? Before that, it was the Yeti. If you could just figure out, like if you right now, if you and I can sit together and we can decide the next cup that pretty much every wife in Johnson County would want gold, we could get rich. Or if we could start a cup company with a desirable cup, because it changes every about 18 months. Stan, this isn't the first cup. There'll be a different cup after this one, to be very clear. We could do this.
3: Yeah, it still requires the right influencer or TV show talking about it, right? It requires, you know, it requires back, just, back yeah, in the day, yeah, it was true. always like, hey, Cody, you could have had the worst product on earth, but if Oprah had it on her show, you would have sold out your product.
4: Yeah. Back well, when, she had her, like,
3: sh- when she had her like show on ABC or whatever. Now like, we just
4: need to start CNG pizza and get like Keith Lee to show up and we could get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you, you, need, you need like celebrity endorsement like you would need CNG pizza
3: and you would need Travis Kelsey to take a bite of it with Taylor Swift and her say man this is amazing and we would be they set just for the rest. To stumble And, into and, and pizza. we would be
0: set for the rest of our life. We could Damn. you could have a connection though and not, not that this would happen but as we've said before uh, Ross Tucker knows yeah. Taylor Swift's dad His dad gets the cup. Taylor Swift takes a drink of the cup. All of a sudden, boom! Rich. What is every single tabloid? What is in Taylor
4: Swift's hand?
3: Oh, it's a slice of CNG pizza. Someone says people have already
4: started to move on from Stanley. You got to be next year. The new hot one is Owala. Those are the cups my kids drink out of. Teenage daughter has four of them.
3: Um, Owala for absolutely no reason. Do more of what you love. Owala. Never heard of it.
0: You would need somebody from like Disney Channel to.
3: Have that forty ounce tumbler. is also a free sip one. Hmm. Okay. All right. Whatever. As I drink out of my plastic bottle, <laughs> I, I did is, have a Yeti. Remember, I had a Yeti. I had a I Yeti, had a Yeti f- still. I had a this Yeti. This is the one f- an intern
4: yeah. gave me like yeah, eight years I, ago. I, had, I haven't bought a new water cup since.
3: <laughs> I had a Yeti for a while, I and mean, then I I don't know if, I, I don't know if I lost it or something happened. I need to get a new one, but. um, Yeah, I I probably should do that instead of buying bottles of water constantly. It's not a good idea. I'm not
4: kidding. This was purchased for me eight years ago. It's been my only water cup since. So I'm not the right market for a new water cup. This one seems to work pretty good. Yeah. So I'll just stick with it for maybe a
3: lifetime. If merchandise will be available at our Playoff Pilsner beer release party next Friday.
4: what kind of merch?
3: What are you looking for?
4: I got a few Cody and Gold shirts. Maybe we can give away I mean, to a few people. That's the thing. We only have one. I, I mean, got I, like
3: three of them. I have maybe sitting one in a left. dusty closet. Wait, you and I bought those.
4: I got f- a couple of Taylor Swift shirts from the last batch that you know, like we sold most of, but there's like three or four sitting in there.
3: Yeah, the um, the Cody and Gold shirts. We bought a couple hundred of those. I don't know what six months into our show starting, and so those are pretty much long gone. This is actually we uh, got a new batch four, four years during the show. We got a long ways to go to catch Bob and Josh. They're on year 14 or 15. Pretty close. Uh, but uh, we're in year four now, man. Going yeah. on year five now,
4: officially. Well, we'll be good to go in no time. Meanwhile, it uh, feels like it's been four years since the Royals announced that they wanted to go downtown. The second John Sherman bought the team, remember? Oh, yeah. He, was, he pretty much said right then when he bought the team, yeah, I'm looking to go downtown. He made those intent even more clear 18 months ago. Then at the beginning of this year, we thought there was a possibility of the April ballot. No, maybe the art. August, pal, no. Hey, end of summer, is what the Royals said. I just want to remind you that the, the Royals released that. They would announce a stadium site. It is January. It is a completely different year, and we still do not know where the Royals are. And the most recent reporting is suggesting that maybe another site is in contention, kind of more in that crossroads area versus the east downtown, the east village location that we've been talking about for so long. And you and I are both like, why? Like at some point, you just gotta put your feet in the sand and say, "This is the site we want," and the three eight cents sales tax is tax is taxes what you're asking for, and just put it on Jackson County to either agree to it or not, and then you have to accept moving to other parts of town. If that's the case, I think it's still clear they want Jackson County in downtown, not right. uh, Clay County, but they'll they'll yeah. still go to Clay County if this falls apart.
3: Yeah, and I, again, you and I have talked about the viability of the Clay ta- Clay County option. I, I said it be cool. I well, I just but. don't I don't know how realistic it is. Anyway. Um, based off of the, the the sales tax rate, what would it would have to be. We know the deadline uh, to get on the ballot in April for uh, Clay County is Monday, but I think that is still like the break glass in case of emergency route. Like if everything really went to you-know-what, uh, then they would call them back up, and I don't think yeah. Clay County would turn them away. We're talking really about Jackson County, and again, Manny who was on this morning with, with Bob and Josh. If you want to listen to that full interview with the Jackson County legislator, it's up on 610sports.com. But this this stems from the news from Fox 4 yesterday that the owners of the old KC Star building, 16th and Oak, uh, continue to pitch their proposal. This is like the third iteration, by the way, of this developer that has pitched what it could be like for you, you being the Royals, at this site. And the latest is basically the idea that the Royal Stadium, in their mind, would go east of the old Casey star press building as opposed to being right on that site. So would, the stadium would actually be closer to the crossroads. And then this press pavilion, basically uh, in their idea, the developer, it would become part of the project in a different way. Right.
4: Yeah. And it would still get used, but not used as the direct site of where the stadium. And go. as you said a minute or two ago,
3: I, I, I don't get why after all the effort has been put in for years towards the East village location, why now three weeks before the deadline to get on the ballot in April in Jackson County. Now this site is getting pushed by at least one individual. And it sounds like, again, if you Certainly listen to the, the developer, we you, understand why he's pushing. Sure. That. Of course. That's his job. Right. But Manny Abarka this morning said he believes it's the Royals that are the ones also like talking about this third site. Like this wasn't, this has come out of nowhere. And I don't get that. Um, Maybe they're being offered I, I, a better
4: price on it. I,
3: who, yeah. But you know what though? What, what's, tricky about that we know east village is just vacant right it, yeah. you know property and one is, of the owners
4: of one yeah. of the one yes. of the part of the ownership group of the royals owns part of that right. land is also mm. a construction
3: development right and, and if you look at the proposal at the star building site in crossroads you're you're looking at having to destroy you 80 plus 70 plus uh businesses that already exist whereas in the east village site there's, I mean, I'm not saying there's none, but no, sure. basically none that you would have to disperse. You know, that is an issue for me on this as well. Um, and it's just the, the fact that now here last minute, we're, we're getting another site that's strongly
4: coming into play. I sometimes have to settle into the, and you and I both admit admitted this. These things are always very ugly. Like they always go this way where you're just like the hell's going on here. And why does it seem like both of these parties never like each other and why does it seem so convoluted and messy? And the Royals, I think, true to their word, when they started these negotiations with the county, has always pretty much been like, no, we're on a no-talk. We're on a gag order. Like, we, you know, like, we're going to honor the gag order. We're not going to say anything about the negotiation. We're going to say anything about our part in this. We're going to be mums the word, which has absolutely been the case. Matter of fact, it's maybe two or three people controlling the entire narrative of what has been going on in there. Manny and Barker, one of them. One of the, you know, the interview you can catch at 16sports.com. That's been one of the people, one of the few people you've heard of consistently over this stadium project. The only thing I have left now, because these things are going to keep cropping up. And I, like, I knew we were going to talk about it here. We were already kind of planning on talking about it because the, you know, you're coming up on the Clay County deadline, one that I don't think they take seriously. They're more worried about the Jackson County deadline, which is about 19 days from now. I... All I want to know now is, are you going to get a site selected by the Jackson County deadline so that you can be on the April ballot? Because you have already missed plenty of chances to be on a ballot. This April one feels too big, to the point that big enough that the Chiefs might stop going along with you if nobody's ever going to get a deal done.
3: Yeah, that's the consequence, potentially. Here's actually what uh, Jackson County Legislator Manny Abarka said this
5: morning about what happens if the ballot date is missed for April. Uh, I think we're looking at an August ballot. Um, for which we have, I think, a time frame of May to get something on the ballot. <clears throat> but there's a lot that transitions between now and May. Leadership turns over potentially in the legislature. It's presumptive that Frank White is going to have more control over legislators who somewhat sold out at this point and have aligned themselves with Frank. So we have a changing dynamic that we need to play into as well. So, I mean, it's it's no sure thing that if you miss this deadline. That you just keep saying,
4: like, I'll just get in on the next bat.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's where it's – we can talk about the Royals all we want. That's where you start to wonder about what are the Chiefs thinking. And if the Royals and the county and the city can't get this thing figured out, if you're Clark Hunt and the Chiefs, when do you reach a point where you're like, hey, we're done waiting, we're going to go look at our own options. I'm not saying they're you're there yet, but that becomes real – if they don't get it on this ballot in April, here's what Manny had to say about how does this affect the chiefs in his mind?
5: That's, I think my gravest concern at this point is they have the most leverage at this point. It is clear. I shared some data from the stadiums town hall this morning that people are aligning with the chiefs. And if that means the chiefs on the ballot by themselves, I think folks are ready to hear that because they're tired of the back and forth going on with the Royals. And so we got to understand how we save these teams the best we can. But I think the patience is running thin for the Royals at this point.
3: I think that's where it gets dangerous for John Sherman, um, because if they're tied with the Chiefs, which they the, the plan still all along has been sure. this three-eighth cent sales tax extension, both the Chiefs and Royals, and they move from there, and right? they move on from there, I should say. If the Chiefs were to just say, hey, we're going to separate ourselves from the Royals and do our own thing, that's a problem for the Royals. It becomes way tougher of a public sell at the ballot box for John Sherman and If they're and
4: riding solo, yeah. Unless it's Clay, like we said, unless right. all of a sudden yeah. it goes there, then it's a little bit different because it's a county who doesn't have a team now, might be excited about it. Same thing as going across state lines. But like the, least- yeah, the Royals should want to be together on this. But also, I, I've always felt from the beginning, and I, I've stood on this, and I'll stand there as well. Right. I feel like the Chiefs. Because of their leverage, and you're right that they absolutely have it. That they're not pulling their weight sometimes in this conversation. They're not helping drive this thing to a conclusion. Be like, yeah, hey, I mean, you
3: want to help? Yeah, I mean, here? I don't, neither one of. Them, I have no idea what what their their uh, conversations yeah. have been like with all the parties involved. We know though that Mark Donovan was it a couple of weeks ago was at. It's like a month ago, City now, Hall right? or not City Hall, but at the legislator. Him meeting. and Frank White and yeah, I mean, uh, Brooke Sherman. Yeah, right? they, we know they are involved. It's not like they're just. I mean, they yeah. they're involved. I don't, to what extent I don't know. But it sounds like if you're the Chiefs, though, remember the reason why this is getting. You know, there's a lot of reasons why it's getting held up. Both the Royals, both Frank White, both Jackson County legislators, taxpayers like, all, not wanting all, to all, pay the all freight. Of it. Yeah, all of it. But the Chiefs need the Royals to pick a damn site. Like that, we could like the whole conversation about oh public money, right? And whether or not you think that should happen or not, we can't even get to letting the people choose a site, letting Jackson County residents in this case decide at the ballot box. We're not even there yet. And at that debate. We're talking about just getting the County and the teams on board to move forward with the measure. And you have to pick a site before you can do that. And that's why we sit here on January 4th, many, 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 many months after the original deadline. And, like, there's not only the impact on the Chiefs if you don't get it figured out by April on this ballot. Like, I was wondering, like, the cost is going to only go up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the cost is only going up the longer you wait to start the project. Well, and the
4: longer you wait to start the project, the harder it is to, like, time out leaving the Truman Sports Complex in a time that makes sense for everyone.
3: Yeah, day. I mean, they still have till 2030 and 31. So, they, they have a little runway there from a, like, it's not like, hey, the lease is up in twenty eight Yeah, it's but like, they oh, need no. them to
4: decide so that the Chiefs can start doing sure. their thing, and they need time and space to execute. You know, there's just a lot going on.
3: Yeah, if if this deadline passes for the April Battle in the World, that's when I do think the Chiefs and, and the Kansas side thing has to be considered again. Oh, man.
4: I mean, it's good fodder for sure, but I am ready for the Royals to choose a site um, so that we can start been ready. discussing People the buy I know, I know. I'm ready. I'm more than ready, and I don't think we're alone.
3: And never hit You've called the snitch line. And if I have to tell you again, we're going to take it outside and I'm going to show you what it's
0: like.
1: 913-662-1270.
5: Leave him alone! Please leave your message
1: for Thursdays at one fifteen on Cody and Gold. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. So we're good?
3: All right, it is the 610 snitch line. We haven't done this in a while here on Cody and Gold. 913-586-7610. Something you did, something you witnessed, something you've been meaning to get off your chest. Maybe it's a coworker, 913-586-7610, the anonymous snitch line.
4: Yeah, earlier today, someone had sent because he knew it was a Thursday and just wanted to get ahead of it. Earlier today, someone had said they're snitching on one of their coworkers. They don't know who it is, but someone is continuously not flushing oh. at the workplace office in a number two situation, <laughs> and they're like, look, it's enough. Identify yourself or learn to flush the toilet. And honestly, that is offensive. How hard is it to just flush the toilet when you're at work? And you know, by the way, if they're not flushing – in no the way, they're washing their hands. Yeah, that's a double. You know that yeah. that's a twofer, right? We all agree. Yeah, you can't like. Agree. You can't be an animal in a workplace, man. You gotta flush the toilet. Flush the toilet in your house too, but I mean, come on, it's other people here.
3: I yeah, I've never I mean, unless the toilet is malfunctioning. I, I don't know how how you're not flushing. I mean, it's, malfunctioning. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no excuse for it. That's it. Like, yeah, you flushed it and it's not when flushing. It's the
4: automatic flush? You always like stand around for a second, and make sure it flushes, right? We're always making sure that if you went to. <laughs> oh, versus like yeah. If you went one and the automatic win, I think we're good. Yeah. If it, yeah, yeah.
3: It's only if you went two. Yeah. Uh, next on the snitch line, uh, someone says snitching on their adult younger brother who complained to their parents that they gave me half of the honey baked ham that they bought with their own money. Oh. oh, so you didn't you? You didn't get half the honey baked ham
4: hmm. because he complained? <laughs> eh, that's little brother stuff, man. They'd <laughs> like theirs. You're the older brother. Sometimes you got to give up on the honey baked ham. I don't know what to tell you. Like I can't just, that's that's all I can do. Someone just said I'm snitching on Cody, Chris, and Brayden, Must be your friends for <laughs> sucking at golf. Sorry if you're listening to the show, fellas. Apparently, you're no good. Drew, I still haven't. I don't know why. What's your handicap? Because like you're you a good, good at golfer, golf? right? Uh yeah. So well, my brother's
0: a golf pro. I haven't, I haven't golfed actually in a very long time. But I can go out right now and probably shoot 80 or 81 what? or two. And when's how long is a long time? Like eight months. I, I haven't Uh-oh. played... Or, Goal
4: hasn't played in, like, five years. <laughs> I, I, haven't yeah, played yeah, since, yeah. I haven't played yeah. since,
0: like, May or, Mar- or uh, April or uh, May of 2023. You, you
4: think you could walk out of the street and shoot an 80? Yeah. Damn. Depends on the yeah, yards you, you're you playing from. You need to from.
3: go golfing this spring with our boss and Dusty and... Uh, you want to earn some... I'll just drive the golf cart and, and have a few drinks, please.
4: I'll play, but I want a lot of mulligans, and I'm not playing for cash.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> I never play
0: for
4: money either, believe like, me. I just... It's just established. If I can help yeah, it. You're,
3: you're yeah you and yeah, you and Dusty hit the links in the afternoon.
0: There's no more frustrating thing than people who sandbag their handicaps. It's, yeah, it's so that frustrating. makes sense. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, That's you're already coming out and being you. You could have. Drew could have you totally could have done that. Yeah, nobody, I nobody a, knew anything about your golf handicap. Game. You could have said you sucked at golf and then just and got then just out and striking kicked striking everybody's <laughs> ass.
4: This, but that's the thing—you can only hide it as long as somebody pulls out their golf clubs. Yeah, yeah and All of a sudden, Drew's yes. got twenty-five hundred dollars worth of irons, yes. and we're like, "Do you have nice clubs?
0: Uh, I do have nice clubs. Works. Cur- courtesy of my brother. Yeah, yeah my brother it yeah. gets a, a good deal. From
4: the nine-one-three, okay. I'm an electrician. I constantly fix my boss's work. Today, I fixed something he did with zip ties. Which in one? what universe does electrical work get zip tied something he did with zip ties. So you had to go in see that your boss had done electrical work with zip ties and then you had to go in and fix it Cool. This contractors are scary sometimes man you want people you want like, electrical trust.
3: fires and stuff for starting
4: yeah is someone just zip tying my cables together look I mean we've all um, you know hmm. like home repair or whatever sometimes I think but like your boss's work, like, presumably, if you're an electrician and your boss is maybe in a master electrician or something important, it's out here zip-tying stuff.
3: 913 586 7610 610 line here on a Thursday. Someone <laughs> says their wife gets a good-sized check from her grandmother every year. She went on a shopping spree, used her credit card so that he did not see the total, but she got him the wrong size shoes. She gave him the receipt to exchange them. I had a mild heart attack.
4: Oh, man. How snitching was, on the wife?
3: Well, how expensive were the
4: shoes? I want to know what the price was. Yeah. No, I think it's just the whole bill that got him.
3: The whole total. Well, yeah, yeah. He sold, sold the receipt with how everything on it. it? Yeah. gee
4: What's a number where you'd be like, you spent what?
3: And paid. He's a good sized check from his grandmother. I, I would not pay how good sized. It depends. I mean, yeah, yeah, that could be that can mean <laughs> different for a lot of people, right? Like somebody would say, "Oh, I got a good sized check," and someone would say five hundred bucks. Someone would say two grand. Someone, you know, what I mean, like. Depends on everybody's situation. Shoes were 34 Bill was over $900. Oh
4: goodness. Damn, she didn't splurge on you at all. She bought your shoes on extra discount while dropping nine bills. Jeez, she couldn't even pop for the. She couldn't even get you <laughs> she like went a, to the discount store. She couldn't store get you some Air Force Ones or something. Thirty. Where could you get a pair of shoes for thirty-four like, dollars? I didn't think they were that cheap. It pay less in the nineties. Yeah, I don't know if these are
3: like work. Or are they work shoes, dress shoes, tennis shoes, slippers? Maybe uh, like, a type knows? of shoe
4: you can. I can't buy slippers for thirty-four dollars, dude. I mean, are you kidding? I have Man. no idea. Someone says from the nine one three snitching on a comedian. I opened four over the weekend. Um, said that they fooled around with the waitstaff.
3: Oh, you're not supposed to mess with what the waitstaff. And he fooled around with the waitress. You're not oh. supposed to mess with the waitstaff.
4: Was that a... Comedy club rule?
3: Yeah, since I do so much comedy.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, right.
3: that's the that's the rule. That's that's the rule, man. Someone says,
4: "Hey dudes, those were on sale at Shields. It's okay.
3: <laughs> oh the, no, the hey no no. Hey dudes, the shoes were hey dudes. Sorry. Not hey dudes. They were on sale. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey dudes, the oh, like, is it a boat
4: shoe? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, the hey dudes is the brand. Is? Of shoes. You've oh, yeah. seen them.
3: If you Google yeah. it, you'll be like, oh yeah. 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 Hey dudes. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, they're very 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 popular shoes. That's just funny. I was just thinking. Hey
4: dudes. Still think it's too cheap. Yeah, well they're on sale. Someone did say, by the way, that's why you hire union labor for electrical work. Avoid the people zip tie things you inside I your I guess
0: wall. I could. This is a, over a year ago. My grandma learned, uh, courtesy of my mom. So she normally gives it when she gets us gifts. She normally does her own thing. Uh, this year she she made it correct, but last year uh, she normally gets like, like some sort of like like cologne spray, uh, body wash of some kind. She got yeah. me women's body wash, <laughs> and, and I'm snitching on my grandma. But this year she just so go your, your wife. Like did you just give the body wash to your wife then? Uh, I don't even know if she I don't know if she used it, but uh, I, we yeah so what, what did she crap. do this year you said she she did give me the correct body wash because I was talking to my mom and she goes, hey, what what body wash do you use by the way? I was like, this is what I use, and sure enough, that's what I got. so, so she's getting
4: some like ever my mom helped my grandmother bath and, bath and beyond. That's nice, you know your grandma wants to get it right uh yeah. You have to just accept sometimes if grandparents get you gifts. It, it, I wasn't
0: even offended. It was sometimes more just, they might just choose the wrong thing. It was hilarious because I didn't even notice it at first. I was looking after a little bit later on, and I was like, "Wait a minute! This is this is, this is women's body wash." That was just a funny moment.
4: Good stuff. But, well, look,
0: I didn't have anything funny over the or like over nothing the holidays. Wild that that was yeah. No, nothing was no wild in the Michigan household. You went back home House. though, right? You went I, back home. I did go back home. How was that? It was great. It was great being able to see
4: family again. It was fun. Were your siblings there, too?
0: Uh, whole crew n- make it back? No, whole crew did not make it back. My brother normally, he he can't. He's normally off on Christmas, but he literally works the day before and the day after because of uh, it's 80 degrees in West Palm oh, Beach, wow. Florida, uh, Ooh, man. or 70. That sounds amazing. So,
4: that does sound nice. Yeah. Last overcast
3: and dreary today. Yeah, lastly on the stitch line, now we've got a like a stitch line battle between people that are arguing about union labor. like that's, that's what the text <laughs> what line. With
4: regards to like, electrical we, we work. We mentioned
3: electrical work once, and now we have people that are arguing on the text line about. Uh, Electrician union feels like work, you're just supposed to have a guy. Union
4: work or non-union work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Man, I don't know. I'm not getting into that. You and I are not qualified to answer the question about what is the proper. Do you have a, like, I guess you don't, because you don't have, like, a house. I was going to say, do you have, about like, electricians an, or about know, unions? Like, if I need electrical work, oh. I got a guy I call, right? It's just like, oh. it's my, I, don't, yeah, I don't, I know. doubt he's in a union. I don't know. I mean, he's just, like, in my phone. His name's <laughs> Jimmy. Does fine work. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I feel like at some point, you don't want to, you just got, like, a guy. I've never seen him zip tie anything, though. Yeah. No, I got no problem with unions whatsoever. No problem at all. Pro-union. Pro-union. Pro <laughs> as a matter of it's fact. Sent, as know? a matter of fact.
0: Nah.
4: Um. Uh, uh, I'm both pro and anti, depending on which, hey. which, which side you're on. <laughs> you're
0: covering your bases.
4: Yeah. Oh, I support man. everyone in how they want to work, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, it's a good choice. Uh, <laughs> Coming up next, we'll get
0: to
3: what's trending. And then uh, we were joined by Dane Hughes a little bit earlier today. I asked him earlier about the mindset of players knowing that, you know, this game doesn't have a whole lot at stake whatsoever. And how does that impact practice during the week? You'll hear his answer next.
0: Call from mom. Answer it
2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a
1: fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending trending trending, trending trending,
3: trending. Number one on what's trending, a little update out at Arrowhead from our guy, Pete Sweeney, who was uh, listening to some of the coordinators we spoke today. We got an update on a couple players not practicing. That's Chris Jones. That's Donovan Smith, Trace Smith, Kadarius, Tony Rice, and Legarius Snead, All not practicing today. Isaiah Pacheco, though, back after missing practice yesterday. Again, these all continue to give us insight on who's likely to play, who's not. I think we all recognize, uh, even with Pacheco coming back to practice, it is very, very unlikely that he plays on Sunday.
4: Yeah, really, the interesting one is Kelsey. That's the one we're kind of monitoring, but I don't think we'll know until Thursday or Friday, maybe even Sunday, if he's actually going to be active. The most fascinating part is, like, if you were the Chargers, would you just do anything to prevent the man from getting 16 yards? Do you hate him enough? Are you sick of him winning enough well, against your team to do it?
3: You're definitely not going to make it easy. I think you could do your normal plan. I think you do your normal plan. You don't, I don't, think you go, you don't, I try don't
4: quadruple to. team
3: him. Yeah, you do your normal plan. The yeah. Chiefs might, on the first play, try to run a tight end screen or wide receiver screen to Kelsey to get the ball in they his hands. Really and try to see him he. Him and try to just get him
4: 20, 25 yards down the field and toss him. Yeah,
3: I, I, I do think they're going to give him at least one drive to get it.
4: Yeah, I think it was a good chance. But it's also more important that he stays healthy. So sure. we'll see what they decide to do there. Next up on Training, the Chiefs did have five players elected to the Pro Bowl but not Lejarius Sneed. It was the guys you would expect. Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, uh, Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, all on the list for the Kansas City Chiefs. What was the snub was the corners. They got the number one defense in the NFL, and they had exactly one, or the number two scoring defense in the NFL, and they had exactly one defender in the Pro Bowl, and that was Chris Jones. A couple of guys got the, you know, okay, here's the courtesy nod for, um, you know, alternate stuff. But that one defensive player for a defense that played that well felt felt bad and corners felt like the obvious place no harrison butker either by the way he's also yeah. An alternate yeah he's been That's just awesome cause people know who justin tucker is harrison butker is going to be the all pro kicker this year most likely uh, um, <laughs> most likely. likely most likely most likely yeah
3: most likely next up on watch trending we were talking about it earlier today we know we're getting closer and closer to these deadlines if you want to have a stadium site on an april ballot in jackson county and clay county for that matter although not really considering Clay County as seriously, but Monday's the deadline in Clay County. Uh, The 23rd of January is the deadline in Jackson County. And the latest has to do uh, with reporting uh, from our own Bob Fesco as well this morning, uh, talking with Manny Abarca, Jackson County legislator who was on their show that now a third site, this, this crossroads east of the old Casey star building building. uh, is now in play as well. This is what uh, Manny Abarca had to say about who's pushing for the crossroads
5: site. It's truly the Royals themselves. So at this point, um, I don't understand if the city is is more involved or less. Um, I hear some speculation that maybe there's some engagement there, but I can't validate that on any actual factual basis at this point. So these are the very answers that we need to hear and the strategy that we need to understand from our county executive, our chief negotiator at this point. Yeah, that of course is Frank White.
4: Yeah, people don't have a lot of nice things to say about Frank these days. He's his rep. A little bit between this and and the property tax Property tax mess. That's been the bigger thing.
3: And that's the real, like, that's the real consequential thing for Jackson County residents is their property tax mess.
4: Yeah, but I mean, how much in a sales tax they might be paying over the course of years matters as well. Next up on Watch Training, at least one report says EB could be considered for head coaching opening in Atlanta if, big if, they fire Arthur Smith. I think what's happening here is some heavy lifting by the agent. Truthfully, in that situation in particular, because most of the reporting suggests the Falcons are probably going to hold on to Arthur Smith for at least one more year. His name's also been brought up by Josina Anderson related to the Chargers. I assume he'll get interviews. I assume he'll get some looks. But man, if he couldn't get a head coaching job coming off a Super Bowl win, the offensive coordinator for a Super Bowl winning squad. It's hard to imagine that having a mediocre offense with Sam Howell's is going to get him a gig. But hell, I don't understand the <laughs> NFL coaching decision hiring sometimes, too someone keeps deciding to give Josh McDaniels jobs and it's never made any sense.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I think Eric B will once again, get interviews. That's never been a problem. Nope. Um, You hope they're for the right reasons. um, And that he's given a real shot in those interviews. That's always the the question that you have to ask in these, but um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I also don't, I also think it's pretty clear this is coming from his agents because why would the team be leaking out to anybody that oh yeah we're, we would actually have this guy high on our list but yeah. if we fire our head coach that we haven't fired like that just makes no sense why they would leak that out yet it makes sense why there's leaks coming out of L.A. about Belichick or you know because that, that's an opening that everybody knows about already uh, and lastly on what's trending the Associated Press says the fire at Tyree Kill's house yesterday right around this time. Uh, Was started by accident with a lighter, a child playing with a lighter. So very fortunate, nobody was harmed, um, but did a lot of damage to their home. But just pretty crazy. Like I don't know how old the kid was. We don't know.
4: No, they didn't uh, mention in the report.
3: But but, scary. At least everyone was okay because that means
4: people were in the house. I mean,
3: it's Tyree Kill. It's not. I mean, it's not like he has a fifteen-year-old. Okay, (laughs) like you know, the oldest probably is what, like six or seven, eight years old. Like at the oldest at this point that we know of.
4: Lucky. Yeah. That got us into a whole conversation about fire things on fires when we were kids. Turns so. out Cody
3: was, again, there's a word the for fire that. fire uh, People that are, like, attracted to fire. I think the Cody said he was that as a kid.
4: hmm mm-hmm. That's why Last thing I am mentioning you know, oh, yeah? uh, Travis Kelsey has a job. Don't forget earlier, remember? Yeah, the tabloids
3: in Hollywood <laughs> don't seem to understand that just because he's playing a football game in L.A. does not mean he can go to the Golden Globes with Taylor Swift. Uh, it's because he's working. Kind of Get
4: him a July award show, and I'm sure Travis will be sitting right next to Taylor.
3: That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. And don't forget, next Friday, we've got our third annual playoff Pilsner beer release party, Friday, January 12th at Cinderblock Brewery. Third annual event. We've had a ton of fun with this. It usually is a packed house. Time. Dusty will be broadcasting after hours starting at 6. Tire 610 Crew is going to be out there. Uh, F325 Barbecue. Going to have uh, some tailgate uh fair out there so it's going to be fantastic looking forward to that and seeing all of you guys next friday earlier today though damon hughes joined us former chiefs wide receiver and wanted to get his perspective on players going into a game like this a game the chiefs are going into where the three seed is locked up but how do you treat practice how do you treat the week uh, that's how we started our conversation and a little happy new year to damon hughes
2: happy new year fellas everything's good I had a blessed and safe and happy holiday so I'm all good. The Chiefs got the W, so that makes it even better. We can kind of ease off the gas pedal this week, go out to sunny California, and, uh, you know, try to end the season on a high note and get ready for the playoffs. So, yeah, everything's good in my world.
3: Absolutely. Well, good to hear, man. What What's the player mindset, though, when you do enter a week like this where there's going to be numerous starters, as we know, not playing. We already know Patrick Mahomes is, is not going to play. Blaine Gabbert's going to start. What does that do for a mindset of a team during practice and even heading into this game as a whole?
2: Well, it depends. Depends which player you're talking about. Which players are you specifically talking about, maybe positions or players? And I'll tell you the different mindsets. Because I think from a starter's perspective or a star perspective, their mindset is definitely different than the number three, number four, number five receivers, slash. DBs and other depth guys.
4: When you look at what they're going to do with Travis well,
3: Kelsey, go ahead. Yeah, no, so yeah, I mean, if you're if you are let's just if you are a, a player like Travis Kelsey, where you know you're 16 yards away from a thousand yards, you know he's going to have some conversation with Andy this week. How do you think that plays out?
2: Well, I think first, if if the decision is made that he's going to play, actually just not go through pre pregame ups and sit on the sideline fortunately for these guys it will be in a warm weather place. So sitting out on the sideline is not going to be, you know, anything that's going to be a headache to them, uh, having the, the, the discussion with Andy about whether he's going to play. Now, once that decision is made, then they both know the reason why he's playing is to get that 16 yards and knowing an offensive minded coach, you your scripting plays before the game, uh, Got to guarantee if there's any other tell uh, to, the, to the Chargers, it's going to be that if 87 is on the field, he's likely going to get the ball um, and quickly. So if, if we haven't been predictable <laughs> in any other yeah. game, I'd say the beginning of the Chargers game, we'd be very predictable. But for Travis, I feel like that's a milestone to, to be, be able to put yourself in a position to have that kind of streak and keep it sustained. Uh, is a testament to his durability and, and his production. Now, if you're looking at guys like uh, Joshua Williams or Jalen Watson or Felix, um, they're going to approach the game differently. Like, this is their opportunity to shine like it's the third preseason game. Uh, and you approach it the same way. So hopefully none of those guys, because they, they get 20, 30 plays in a regular game, feel like they're too big for this fourth preseason game. Like this is still your opportunity to showcase on film that you are a viable uh, threat or a viable asset to this team or any other team. And that's how you have to look at it. You know, as a guy that was that third, fourth, fifth receiver throughout my career, like I seized every opportunity to be on the field. It didn't matter preseason or regular season, or postseason. And most of the guys outside of Travis, Chris, uh, obviously Patrick, uh, maybe a couple of the offensive linemen, uh, probably are approaching this game the same way.
4: Based on, like, what Blaine Gabbert said yesterday, we don't think it's going to go down like this, but we spent a lot of time talking about hand-to-handle the wide receivers, right? Like, hey, do you bench somebody for a week to, like, put him in a place? Alex's idea for MVS was play him. Give him 70 snaps and throw him the ball 15 times just to, like, get him out of the funk. Would that work? Or does MVS just feel like, hey, I'm not getting the veteran treatment versus these other guys if you're just going to throw me in there and make me work through my problems?
2: I think it depends on the makeup of the player. Like, again, it kind of goes back to that previous comment where if you think that you're above this opportunity, then you're not going to treat it as the professional that everybody expects you to be and maybe the, the expectations that the coaches want from you. So if there is a coach, if Connor Embry, Matt Nagy, and Andy Reid come together and say, you know what, MVS needs to play about 40 snaps, his normal amount of snaps, and let's let's put a, put together a game plan around getting him the ball more than we normally would. He's got to embrace that as a pro, because I can tell you that if he's not embracing that, that's going to speak more to his makeup and his viability to be in the NFL, not just this team, but in the NFL in the future, than any drops that he may have in the game. Because as you get to, you get to a threshold where you are a blue collar player. Then you're a starter. Then you're a number one or number two starter viable threat. Then we, get to that veteran area where maybe some of the holes in your game have been displayed when you were a starter, you become the guy that can be an asset to a team in the locker room, on the practice field, developing other receivers, and still maybe being a number three slash four receiver. You cut that whole level out if you don't approach these type of games in the right way. So I hope that he would approach it uh, professionally, but if he doesn't, like, you may not see a whole bunch more of MVS in the NFL. That's... Part of my problem, Danon is
4: I'm not so sure MVS would handle it that way. I, I like, it, the Chiefs are who they are, but, like, he might be the only player on the team that I don't recall a moment, Danon, in which he took accountability the way the other players have. Like, I don't feel like he's just stood up there and been like, yeah, my bad. Like, it even seemed like we were you know. critical of him after the game, where it seemed like he showed up pad on the field a little bit after a ball that was in his hands was dropped, I'm not sure MVS would take it that way.
2: That's a big question. And I think that's where coaching comes in. Uh, the relationship you have with your coaches is different than it was in college and high school. Like, we're on first-name basis. We're both men. We both have families. Uh, we're both doing this as our profession. Evidently, we are both, as coach and player, the best that – uh, is presented in this business that's why you are the position coach here because there's only other there's only 31 other of your position uh, and hopefully he has that kind of relationship with his coaches that they feel comfortable and sometimes it might not be your position coach it could be a, a different coach it could be a scout uh, someone in player personnel that comes to you' and is like hey man like I uh, I don't, I'm not into the X's and O's. I'm not into what you've gone through these 16 games, but here's what I can tell you from an outsider looking in, or here's what I can tell you from the, the front offices, or et cetera. You can embrace it, or you can have an attitude and think you're above it. It's your choice. The ball is in your hands. So uh, that's, that's where I think the relationship in the building comes into play in that circumstance. And it might be drastically different than what we've seen up to this point, because we all know I was surprised when I got cut. Most guys are surprised when they get released or when their careers are over. You'd like to think that if a circumstance presents itself, where a guy has a reality check and can be jolted into a positive framework that they would embrace it. But who knows?
3: We're talking to Dayton Hughes here on Cody and gold. Okay. So Sunday, Sunday, Look, the Chiefs are locked into a three-seed already, so we can look ahead a little bit. When you look at the potential opponents that the Chiefs could face, whether it's Miami, Buffalo, and there's scenarios where it could be Pittsburgh or Indy or Houston, who are you preferring comes to Arrowhead next weekend?
2: I'd say the latter three. Uh, not because I'm scared of the abilities of the Bills and the Dolphins. I just am always leery. And you could have asked me this question the last five years, the last 10 years, last 20 years. And anytime time you play a team during the regular season uh, and then have to play them in the playoffs again, I just get leery. My stomach turns a little bit because I feel like if you beat them, then they may have a little bit of an edge in coming in that second time around, especially if they're healthy. If you've lost to them, then there's a confidence that they had, especially a team like the Bills that has come into Arrowhead Stadium for, you know, multiple years. And their season has either ended or they've had wins in the regular season. I just don't like that matchup as much as a new team that is of those three teams pretty much grinded their way into the playoffs to come into Arrowhead Stadium against Patrick Mahomes, not having faced him this year and trying to seek out a win in a playoff game. I, just, I feel more comfortable with those latter three teams than the two teams we played this year.
4: Dana, what about the notion that is like it is hard to maintain that level forever? Essentially the Bills have been playing playoff football for two months. Like they've been fighting for their life for like eight straight weeks. At some point, don't you run out on that back end?
2: Um I don't think that's automatic. I think it's the makeup of the team. And that okay. team is more veteran laden. Uh, team, if I remember correctly, from their depth chart when we played them during the season. And they've been through those storms. And those storms happen to happen here for the most part. So I feel like, you know, based on how they were acting with 13 seconds left and uh, on the sideline, the celebrations, the taunting to the fans, coming back here and wanting to do everything to avoid that feeling again, it doesn't matter what they experienced over the last six, seven, eight weeks uh, getting to that point. So that can be scary. But if you get ahead of them early and you're able to keep your foot on the gas pedal, then that type of team, because they've been drained for several weeks, they might roll over.
3: Dayan Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver, joins us every single Thursday. What do you got planned tonight? Players only.
2: Ah, we're going to be back in the building. It seems like it's been kind of hit and miss for us uh, and players only. I, I think Barbershop will be in there with me, but I'm not sure yet. We're going to have some fun. So much to cover in an hour, but so that's going to be that's going to make it a little bit challenging. But we always have fun. So ready to take this this game onto the into the booth for the playoff run. So yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a good time.
3: There you go. We'll be listening tonight. Thanks, Dayton. All right, guys. So that was Dane and Hughes a little bit earlier today. And again, yeah, players only tonight, 6 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. It sounds like he'll have a uh, friend, Sean Barber joining him for a player's perspective on everything going on around the NFL and with his football team heading into a Week 18 game against the Chargers where we know Blaine Gabbard's going to start and there's going to be a lot of backups getting significant playing time.
4: Maybe NBS is going to get a little more time because originally Gabbert yesterday, the exact name he said, he said it's going to be a lot of McColl. Justin Ross and Kadarius Tony. Well, Tony practiced yesterday. He did not practice today. And honestly, what's the, you know, like, no offense. Even if you think you got five snaps and one might be important in a postseason run, well, I'm not putting him out there this week just to get hurt. By the way, Tony ended up being both. When he was on the field and healthy, he did nothing. And then he ended up getting hurt anyway and did even less. Worst case scenario for Tony this year. This has been a really miserable year on his end to the point that, I mean, you can't guarantee his stay here now, but you got to play somebody at wide receiver. So it either means more Justin Watson or more MVS. And I'll be honest, if you told me who's more important to the offense right now, the answer is Justin Watson. Sure. So somebody's got to take more snaps to get some reps. It should be MVS who has to take the like, sorry, we're out of the postseason. Blaine Gabbert's ripping it to you snaps because you know where I
3: am at. One guy's more important. than You know where I'm at with MVS for this week. I have no problem just playing him a ton and, Giving him so many targets. I have no problem if that's the path. I don't think they're going to do that, but that's I what I would. So either, that's but what I would. I'd be do. cool with it. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a lot of Richie James, a lot of Richie James uh, and McCall Harmon for this game on on Sunday. And look, they're going to probably have, you know, there's going to be a lot of Noah Gray, too, playing yeah. this game.
4: Here's the. Um, so earlier today, Steve Spagnolo stepped into the podium and talked to the media. He gave his list defensive players he's most excited to see. Do you want to see where this lines up with yours? Okay. Because we mentioned Felix Inudike Uzama earlier in the show. He said these are the players he's excited to see. Jack Cochran, who we got to see a little bit when the linebackers were bleak. Okay. All right. Cam Jones. Okay. All right. Leo Chanel. Yeah. I think that's an obvious. Yeah. Like, what you know, if he had to play more, how would that look? Felix Inudike Uzama, obviously. B.J. Thompson, who's their fourth-round pick at defensive end or fifth-round pick. Sure. Malik Herring who has played some snaps with this team, and Neil Farrell Jr., you remember when he got signed? Who? Neil, he was like off of the Raiders... And then they sign uh, him, and then people were talking about him as, like, a possible, like, interior defensive lineman yeah, he rotation guy. The he only guy the off of that round? entire list I'm actually interested no, in No, you're watching. thinking
3: of Cleveland Farrell or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the name is the, the last name is the okay. same. Also a Raider, yeah, yeah. though.
4: The only two guys I am interested in that entire list are B.J. Thompson and Felix Andy, DK Uzama. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see more Malik Sh- Hale. Chanel or whatever.
3: like Chanel to a point. But yeah. uh, what was the other? Uh, yeah, Cochran. Yeah,
4: okay. I'm good. Thank you. This has not been a banger of a draft class. We haven't been as critical of it as we normally be because Rasheed Rice has been great. The rest of it has been either doesn't play or gone or hurt. Like, that's it. One guy got lost for the season. Uh, Keandre Coburn's not on the team anymore. And Yudike Uzama straight up hasn't played. Shamari Connors had a role.
2: He's He's gotten better here. And he's had to play more since
4: Brian Cook got hurt. So, like, not just the two, but really just one because it's so hard because last year had like nine starters. Yeah, that's <laughs> not normal. <It's laughs> just yeah. not. And if I just said, hey, let me just take the aggregate. The aggregate of the last two drafts is gangbusters. You got a a pro bowl caliber defensive end maybe and George Karloft is definitely a pro bowl caliber corner and Trent McDuffie and so many other, you know, yeah, Isaiah about, we'll Pacheco, Wanye
3: Morris, yeah,
4: Wanye Morris, who started for,
3: like, for this year even,
4: yeah. yeah, on and on and on and on. There's plenty of, but like this year has been kind of weird. Yeah, and Wanya has had to play more as of recent. Before it was non-contributors, but now Wanye they ended up needing him for Donovan Smith. That's a good point. It just doesn't feel like it's had the same juice as last year, but it's hard. Yeah, it's no, hard I'm for. with
3: you. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Someone wants to know for you, Cody. Are you going to have gold with you tomorrow? Me. Or is he still going to be Bert for the Muffets? I've been told I sound like Dusty, like Speck, like Bert from the Muppets. I guess. Um, you are raspy.
4: I think you're holding on better today than yesterday. No, it's, the I'm voice say. is
3: stronger. I'm still congested. But the voice is in the 1 o'clock hour today better than the 1 o'clock hour yesterday. That's that is true.
4: How long do you think this is going to stick around?
3: I'm guessing it'll be Monday till like, the voice is fully back. Man. Because tomorrow it's not going to all of a sudden be – it'll be better tomorrow. Monday I think we're full go. Full go.
4: I think you're going to have to go on a like like a Buddhist monk. Say zero huh? words Saturday and say oh, Nothing. Oh. Well, I have another show to do Saturday. Speak no words. Take it off. No, no We're about this show. That's a two-hour show we're about, Saturday. We're about this show
3: right here, you know? Someone says I sound worse now than I did at 10 a.m. That I agree with. I've been talking for three and a half. But he sounds hours. better
4: now than he did at this exact same time yesterday. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, today I have less radio. yesterday, gold was it, cooked.
3: Today I have less radio to do. I don't, I'm not doing the uh, betting show tonight for an hour. So that means for the minute this show is over, I technically don't have to talk the rest
4: of the day. And I'm saying you shouldn't. Yeah, I'm agree. saying doctor's orders is in my, I'm the doctor. Hey, talk <laughs> Zero talking except some. for two hours on Saturday. No talking tonight. No talking <laughs> Friday night. No talking on Sunday. Quiet.
3: I will get some more tea this afternoon.
4: Did you drink some tea after the show yesterday?
3: I did. before, Right before my betting show. Yeah.
4: Didn't solve the problem, huh?
3: No, it just needs to rest. It's it's just you know it's progress.
4: Tough day for feeling tough be- job to have. Feeling a, better, I have a I, voice. I'm, I'm
3: feeling better, I just have this. Con- I'm a, I'm congested as well. But that Bob has congestion like everybody. That that thing is just at this time of the year. Bob. Except for me,
4: a medical marvel.
3: Yeah, I still don't know. You're Eventually, a, I'm gonna Tony, get really I, sick. I, don't know I mean, about,
4: just like I, epically sick.
3: I don't know about that. We've talked about this before. <laughs> There's like somebody did a study on this. We looked it up. It's like. 20 or 30% of people are just carriers and they don't ever experience symptoms.
4: But I get sick sometimes. I've been sick before. Yeah, but you
3: could could just be in large part a carrier and you don't have the symptoms,
4: which is a great spot to be, by the way. It's fantastic. I got oh. no complaints about it.
3: All right. Great. We're back at it tomorrow. It is a Red Friday, Club 610 Friday. We're going to have at least one guest uh, join us. Aaron Maybe Ladd multiple. from 41. Could have another guest join us as well. I might remember to bring in the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups for the blind taste test. Maybe we'll try that tomorrow. Set a note. We'll do that. All right. dot coming up
1: next.